0: You're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature.
1: The Bengals coming up here to our place. Uh, I think it's a really good team. Uh, you know, A ton of respect for their coaches. Offensively, I think you saw uh, that quarterback's a special player. And then they got a ton of offensive talent around him with the receivers. They got fast guys. They got big guys. They got couple of really good running backs, a good offensive line. Getting Jonah Williams back this year, I think, was big for them. Defensively, you know, a, a stout front. Got long guys on, on the edge there. Great effort players, fast linebackers. Some corners that can run and match you, and, and I think some safeties with uh, some ball hawk ability. Uh, well coached, good special teams unit, so it will be a, a big challenge for us Thursday night.
2: Now, here's your host, My dad, Thelonious7. My Dogs by Nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. No rest for the weary. We're back at it on the short week with your Brown Showdown. And this week, our keynote commenter from the Bengals fan base is Rebecca Tobach. Formerly of the Cincy Jungle.
0: Hi, my name's Rebecca Toback. I covered the Bengals for five years at SB Nation and Cincy Jungle specifically, and now I do marketing at the Postgame.
2: She can be found at Rebecca underscore T O B A C K on Twitter. And representing your Cleveland Browns is none other than Dogs by Nature's own Tom Moore of Red Right Eighty Eight fame.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Tom Moore. Find me as part of the team at Dogs by Nature, and also on Twitter at Tom underscore RedRide88.
2: Tom, a longtime poster on Dogs by Nature, now turned writer, one of the most authentic Browns fans out there. It's great to have him here on Dogs by Nature Radio. And now for the opening salvo, we will kick off to Rebecca Tobach as she breaks down the Bengals offense coming into this Thursday night matchup.
0: When it comes to the Bengals' offense, Joe Burrow is going to be the center of attention for this entire season and hopefully maybe the next decade to come. So in his first NFL game on Sunday against the Chargers, he performed really well. I think he exceeded most people's expectations for his NFL debut. I personally didn't want to set the expectations too high, but... He rose to the occasion, and the Bengals did not get the win, but he took full blame for it, and it was not his fault. He gave himself a D grade for the game, um, and I think he is ready to bounce back and get his first NFL win, and I think that the whole team is really playing for him. They love him. They have really um, just completely uh, taken to him as a leader or voted him a captain, so I think a lot of what happens on Thursday night will be uh, will be based on how Joe Burrow plays and how the offense rallies around him. And then Joe Mixon, obviously a major part of that uh, equation. He did not play well on Sunday. He had his first lost fumble in over two years. So I think he's ready to get back out there and really dominate. He said uh, he couldn't wait to get back on the field on Thursday and get the bad cheese out of his mouth and he is that kind of player he's dominated against the AFC North specifically dominated against the Browns and I expect him to be a major part of the offense and do the same on Thursday night
2: Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow coming to town on Thursday night let's see what Tom Moore thinks about the defensive approach the Browns can take to limit their progress
1: Thursday night the defensive line for the Browns should have a big game against the Bengals Cincinnati offensive tackles Jonah Williams and Bobby Hart had a rough day in week one against the Los Angeles Chargers, and this week they're going to have to go up against Cleveland defensive ends Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon, who have the potential to make for a long night for Cincinnati quarterback Joe Burrow. Garrett in particular should be motivated to have a big game, as the last time he played before a national audience came against the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2019, a game that ended with Garrett receiving a six-game suspension. The Bengals can counter the Browns' pass rush if they can get running back Joe Mixon going. Last season in two games against the Browns, Mixon gave Cleveland all kinds of trouble by rushing for a combined 308 yards and three touchdowns. Browns defensive tackles Larry Ogunjobi and Sheldon Richardson were sound against the run versus the Ravens, however, as they helped hold Baltimore to just 3.6 yards per carry in Week 1. If they can bring that effort again this week, it's going to be a long night for Mixon. One area that the Bengals may be able to exploit is Cleveland's defensive secondary. Cornerbacks Greedy Williams and Kevin Johnson might not play for the second consecutive week as Williams is dealing with a shoulder injury while Johnson is still recovering from a lacerated liver. The offensive line may have some issues, but if they can give Burrow a little bit extra time, he might be able to find some success going deep to wide receivers A.J. Green and John Ross because the Browns defensive secondary is so depleted. And if nothing else is working, Burrow could just focus on tight end C.J. Uzama because the Browns continue to be incapable of covering the opposing team's tight ends.
2: Yeesh, Tom! Sounds like Joe Burrow could have a huge game against the Browns defense on Thursday. So let's flip the field. Let's hear from Rebecca Tobach talking about the Bengals defense.
0: All right, let's jump to the Bengals' defense. So Geno Atkins did not play in week one. That's the best defensive player on the team, potentially the best player on the team in general. So we really don't know that much about his injury. It happened in the final days of training camp, so we think really there has been almost nothing said about it. Um, He didn't practice on the, you know, the... uh, The kind of practice report they put out, that's not a real report. It's an estimated if they would have practiced on Monday, so he did not do that. Um, It's unclear if he's going to play Thursday, but it seems very likely that he does not. So if he doesn't play, that gives the Browns a huge advantage, not having the Bengals' best player on the field. Um, But the defensive line overall really is a unit that we were expecting big things from this year. Carlos Dunlap had a great season last year. This is his 11th year in the league, and he is still bringing it week in and week out. Sam Hubbard is probably the most hyped-up player this offseason. He is jacked and ready to go. He looked good, but not as great as we expected in week one, so expecting bigger things in week two. And then Carl Lawson had a great week one. He had a sack. Um, He is looking to really make an impact as a rotational player. So the defensive line should be bringing it. But then the secondary actually looks surprisingly good in week one. Um, William Jackson was just completely shutting down any receiver he was going up against. Darius Phillips, a young guy, also doing really well. So look for that secondary to rise above expectations.
2: It's hard to make an assessment of the Bengals defense uh, as they were going against Tyra Taylor in their last contest. At the same time, I can understand Rebecca's optimism for that unit. William Jackson was amazing. Bates was also very good. So let's hear from Tom Moore as he talks about how the Browns offense might fare in this contest.
1: On offense, it wasn't the best of days for the Browns in week one against the Ravens. But the talent is there to really do some damage against the Bengals. Running backs Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt combine for 132 yards and average 5.7 yards per carry against Baltimore. So if nothing else is working, the Browns simply can just hand the ball off and let Chubb and Hunt grind the Bengals into the ground. In week one, Cincinnati cornerbacks struggled to cover Chargers receiver Mike Williams, so there should be some plays to be made in the passing game with Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. Beckham struggled a bit in in week one as he dropped some very catchball passes and made some really silly mistakes, but he should be motivated to play in front of the home crowd and and on national TV. All this hinges, however, on which Baker Mayfield shows up on Thursday night. Mayfield continued to look uncomfortable on Sunday, struggling and facing, facing pressure and just never being able to get comfortable in the pocket. It really wasn't the problem of the offensive line as they stood up pretty well, but for some reason, the Baker Mayfield of 2019 was still on display against the Ravens. Hopefully the Bengals will be the tonic he needs to get comfortable again and he can return to the way he played in 2018.
2: Tom, from your lips to God's ear, sir. Well, it's time to get into our predictions. We first hear from Rebecca Tobach as she tells us what she expects in this contest. So
0: my prediction for Bengals Browns on Thursday night. I think that Joe Burrow is highly motivated to come out and get his first win. And I think that his teammates are even more motivated not to win for themselves, but to get that win for Burrow. Um, so I am going to predict a 21 to 17 Bengals victory in Cleveland on Thursday. And I, I wonder how much uh, the signing of um, the Browns kicker who is just let go Austin Seabird is going to impact the game. He may or may not play. Um, Randy Bullock got injured on the final play of week one. The Bengals really seemed like they had that game in the bag throughout the game. Seemed like it was going to be a win. Bullock, awfully missed the final field goal he got hurt allegedly on the play the Bengals are saying he's hurt he's saying he's hurt they are now signing Siebert so all signs point to him being hurt but it's still not 100% sure uh, or certain that Siebert is actually going to be kicking for the Bengals Bullock might if he is healthy Uh, we'll see how that all unfolds but I do predict that the Bengals get in the win column start the season one and one and that the Browns fall to zero and two with two division losses to start the season
2: no surprise Rebecca picking the Bengals to win this game. And <laughs> that whole austin Seibert affair has really been something else. We gotta keep a close eye on that one. So now, let's hear from Tom Moore and see what he thinks is going to happen in this game.
1: The Browns are still a work in progress under new head coach Kevin Stefanski, but they have more than enough talent to exploit the Bengals in the home opener on Thursday. Cleveland 28, Cincinnati 10, and everybody goes home happy.
2: Tom, for the love of all that's good in the universe, I hope that you're right. In my head, I actually feel worse about picking the Browns than I did in week one, but I talked myself into it. We're going to have to see a far different game script than we did in that contest. They're going to have to try to keep the ball away from Burrow, and really, how fair was it to judge a defense that's only competition was up against Tyrod Taylor? I think the Browns pull it out 28-24 in a type of game that I hate watching, but ultimately love winning. Well, big thanks to our guests, Rebecca Tobach and Tom Moore. I absolutely love hearing their voices on Dogs by Nature Radio. Rebecca Tobach can be found at Rebecca underscore T O B A C K on Twitter. Tom Moore is at Tom underscore Red Right 88 on Twitter. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to the Straight Note Chaser. I am your host, Thelonious7 on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.